So when you think of the show, like I know we, we talked a little bit about, um, you know, the, the show and, and compare, comparing it to the, the comics. Um, we, we thought that the changes, um, well, I'm trying to say this. I, I don't want to accidentally put words in your mouth, but <laughs> put all of the words in my mouth. Uh, you, you, it seemed like you brought up the idea that, um, the show elaborated on a lot of the things in the comics that, uh, in, in a good way mm-hmm. that, uh, like that where the comics were lacking, the show kind of picked up the slack. I, is that, I, is that correct? I or? think so in some ways, definitely. Um, like what? I, I, for one, actually really liked the TV show, even though it was kind of very different. Mm-hmm. Um, the TV show want felt like it wanted to be more realistic, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, like it wanted to be more grounded in reality versus this fantasy world of giant for octopus sure. wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one. Uh, I think the great difference of the show and the comics is that, um, again, it's the depth of the characters and the explorations that they go through. Right. Because, like, it's one thing to read something off of a comic book page in a few panels. It's another to fill an entire episode that is 45 to an hour, like, right. long. Yeah. 45 minutes to an hour long. So you have a lot more time to actually kill. For sure. And the, yeah, the, the, the medium of you know, uh, episodic ventures or movies allows you a lot more ability to elaborate on character depth and, and, uh, and, and speak so well without having the characters do, uh, say anything, you know, uh, through, um, non-expository dialogue just through actions alone like there you can accomplish so much more along the lines of that with within the confines of you know like you said 45 minutes to an hour long show or you know a movie or or limited series whatever versus a comic book which Mm -hmm. is obviously um by definition a lot briefer yeah uh so you know we we can't be like oh the you know the show is much better than the comic book in that sense because it's like comparing apples and oranges. It is almost. literally comparing apples to oranges because they're two different mediums. I think literally um, comparing apples and oranges would be like, this is an apple and this is an this orange. This is an apple and this is an orange. One is like citrusy, the other one's a little bit sweeter. You know, like what do you want in your juice? Just make the order, bitch. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't go to a lot of like uh, juice places, so I don't know what I'm saying. I just made it up. Uh, but <laughs> I, th- I think that's actually how you place an order at a juice bar. Exactly. Just make the juice, bitch. Welcome to Urban Juicer. How can we help you? Place the order, bitch. Um, so uh, they're not sponsoring us, by the way. Uh, no one is. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. So, oh, it's okay if you want to sponsor us please just let me know and i will literally do that same ad for you right um that i just did urban juicer place to orders bitch um (laughs) anyways uh going back to the differences the main difference that i really really liked about the show more than the the comic book was for um ben 
Ben okay. gets so much more time um, in the TV show than he does in the comics. In the comics, he gets a couple panels, he gets a couple pages, he, most of which are like past like events of them doing some kind of fight right. somewhere. For sure. Like they just show him like as a, a part of the team trying to resolve some crisis. But in the show, um, he's about he almost every episode, almost right? there all the time because Klaus has the ability to see the dead and speak to the dead. Mm-hmm. And you realize quickly that, Oh, Klaus has been seeing and speaking to his dead brother this entire time. Right. And which gives also Klaus more depth yeah. in essence too, because he has to carry the baggage of like the brother's ghost this entire time and, and trying to not like get into that world and also like re- reconcile everything. But Ben gets, Ben gets to show his personality through this ghost. He's right. like, I'm always with you. Can you stop being like a stupid person and stop, get off the drugs? Yeah. Like I need you to like function. And like, I know you're sad and I know it's a lot and you're traumatized and like, it's scary. Yeah. But I'm here to help you, but like, I need you to stop. And so I love that they gave him more of a character. Whereas in the comics, He's just there. Like, they kind of did it in volume three, just a little bit, um, where he actually is seen as a ghost in the present. Mm-hmm. When when um, Klaus in volume three is, like, recovering from his OD, from the drugs that he took, right. and he just sees him in the hospital. Um, and he's just like, yeah, get your shit together, please. Um, so I like that. But it was just a very, very short amount of time that they did that. Whereas the show's takes you on this journey and builds banter between the two and you like this sure um other differences vanya vanya i mean her, huge her, difference her arc in general uh and and what she goes through i mean it at the core she's still you know the you know, the the person quote-unquote without powers yes of course she has powers um yeah she discovers them but uh, the what she goes through through the the duration of the show versus the you know the first couple volumes of um of the comic books is vastly different yeah um and you know you have in the comic books you have her uh you know in in the first volume becoming part of this orchestra becoming the white violin Mm -hmm. uh and then you know being saved by uh was she was she saved by Allison um, at the in, end? Or, or at the was end, she yes. Just, okay. uh, kind of. Because the difference in the ending of, of the show and the, the comic is that in the comic, Vanya actually gets shot in the head by number five. Whereas That's in right. the yeah. TV show, Allison shoots the bullet, but it shoot, she doesn't shoot her in the head. She shoots it right next to her head. Because mm-hmm. in the TV show, Vanya Vanya's powers are amplified by sound. Uh, and so she figured by shooting the gun off in her ear, mm-hmm. that sound will reverberate so loud next to her that it stops Vanya from like right. channeling all that sound and yeah. and making her like crazy. Um, and so yeah, and that's another thing that I like the sister relationship for um, sure. Yeah, I thought that was a lot more. Uh, it, it it was. How how am I supposed to say it was done? It was done better. Uh, I, it was tighter. It was yeah. like it, you you really felt the tension between the sisters, and and that's why another another reason why I like Allison too. Like, um, it's you see more of her like compassionate side. I feel like in the TV show mm-hmm. versus the comic books. Oh, the comic for sure. books. Allison is a little bit 
more damage. Allison feels a little bit rougher and kind of like edgy and like kind of angry. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the in the TV show, she really is trying. She really does care, and she really is struggling. Right. And she's like really trying to reach out. Right. Like Vanya only wants to see her as this person that she was. Yeah. Where we as the audience, we we understand where Vanya is coming from. And how she feels that way. But we can clearly see that Allison, for the most part, has changed a lot since they were kids. uh, And since they all disbanded. Yeah. And, you know, and Allison knows this. She she recognizes that she's changed uh, or or she's actively trying to change and be, you know, an overall better, more accessible person and and, uh, better person. And um, and she wants Vanya to know this yeah so much yeah. and but uh, you know but Vanya she just doesn't want she just, to have it yeah and uh, I think uh, sorry going back to Vanya like the main difference is also the villain <laughs> the whole yeah. entire storyline yeah, of the, Vanya the, has the changed false uh, <laughs> false love interest yeah uh, well I'm I guess he I don't know if it'd be a false love interest like maybe uh, what's his name um, I don't. Sh- I don't remember uh, the name of the villain. Le- is it Leonard? Probably, maybe. Um, show me the Carfax. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I I think it's Leonard. Okay. Um, but he. Uh, so I, maybe he he actually loved her, but it, it seems like he was uh, his. You know, like he was able to relate to her personally yeah. because he he wanted to like he was born on the same day as uh, all the others yeah and so he very much wanted to feel like he was also special but when he discovered Vanya and and her personal situation how mm-hmm. like she got to be with the family but she wasn't quote-unquote special mm-hmm. she didn't have powers uh, he was able to relate to her the most and then he discovered that hey she actually does have powers. yeah which is why I like the show more because it solves that loophole the right. loophole that is in volume one of mm-hmm. how the main villain, the conductor, somehow gets the notes on Vanya and her true form and her true ability right. it was never explained anywhere. Yeah. Whereas the TV show explains it. It explains it because the, the family has returned. They reunited because their father died. Klaus, being a crazy junkie, decides to throw everything out of his father's, including his father's notebook, mm-hmm. which is then where that villain, Leonard, mm-hmm. finds the notebook in the trash. And he's like, oh shit, Vanya is powerful. She just doesn't know it. I can, I can get her on my side. We're the same. We're the same because right. I've been rejected. Like, I want to be special. And... um. Sir Reginald refused me when I was a kid and when I wanted him to sign my thing like in the parade or whatever and like I want to acknowledge he also was just a douche to me and so this is my revenge like I'm gonna show this whole family with Vanya mm-hmm. that we are special we are something you know right. we're not nothing and so that's the depth that comes in and that's why I love the show so much because they give more reasoning to why things are happening instead of like right. here's a villain trying to destroy the world deal with it mm-hmm. like no it's like I have real emotion and real feelings and real motivation. Besides, I want to destroy worlds. Right. I also like how that all that unfolded where, you know, she, uh, right right off the bat, Allison, you know, being a movie star and having having to deal with crazy stalkers, mm-hmm. she, she has, uh, and just 
with her also her powers Mm -hmm. she's you know up to this point been able to develop this keen sense of like seeing through people Mm -hmm. and so right off the bat she was able to figure out that there's fucking something wrong with this guy he is there's something off yeah and of course vanya has absolutely zero reason to believe her yeah because they were the only two sisters and uh and and it Allison always, got everything right. and Vanya got nothing and Allison was kind yeah. of a bitch about it. Right. You know? Yeah. And um, and so uh, here uh, Allison is stuck uh, between a rock and a hard place trying to get her to understand where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love how it unfolds from that moment. And there's like this period of time. I can't remember which episode it is, but it's for fairly early on in the series or in the season rather mm-hmm. where you are. Um, it's like, okay, well, Allison's right, and we're going to show you why. Mm-hmm. And it takes you through the the brief history of Leonard mm-hmm. uh, from him, you know, uh, his his mom dying and then his, uh, his dad being abusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I, I guess we're kind of led to believe that he's resentful towards mm-hmm. him because she died essentially after ch- right after childbirth. Mm-hmm. And... And then it, the the story, you know, kind of naturally evolves to the point where you see him diving in the dumpster right after Klaus threw out all all mm-hmm. Hargreaves' shit, mm-hmm. and he grabs the the notebook, discovers the truth about Vanya, mm-hmm. and he's like, "She's he, the one." He sets yeah. his uh, mo- uh, his you know uh, plan in motion. Yeah, um, and I like I like that manipulation better than like here's a giant machine that we're just gonna put you into torture with and make you crazy. Sure, I like it, the it I like it feels more real, especially with the tone that the show is trying to do to be more quote unquote realistic. Yeah, to be like we're gonna gaslight her right. into thinking this. Yeah, you know? it, it uh, yeah, like you said, it. I mean, there, it would be so difficult to do. I mean, they could do. Uh, attempt to do a like a, a literal quote unquote literal uh, translation mm-hmm. of this comic book to um, to the screen, but I think it would it, take a lot more money. Maybe yes, uh, it, it might be better suited for like a Hollywood blockbuster that yeah. they could finance with a lot of money, like you said, yeah. um, to to make it um, to to really accurately translate it well. So. I feel like the artistic liberties that they took with a lot of these, um, you know, either slight changes or big changes Mm -hmm. really fit well within the the confines of the medium that is this, you know, streaming um, series rather than, um, you know, the the comic book. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's you know that's my opinion. I, I think you share. Similar yeah, I sentiments. mean, I agree. I, I think, um, yeah. There's not really more I can say about that other than I agree. But the the difference going back to the differences again. Um, yeah. Don't know exactly why Vanya in the show turns white. Like I know they want her to turn white because the book. She's supposed to be the white violin, and like this, That's, she's absorbing all these energies, right? Right. I think like the sound waves and all of these things are. Are that, like, that's what I assumed my second time watching because I told you that I I took this week, uh, to to rewatch the series to yeah. to prep for this because I knew we weren't going to spend as much time on the show as we were the the comic books. Yeah. But we were going to spend a little time on the show, 
And that was one thing that I didn't really give a whole lot of thought to my first go around her, Mm -hmm. like you said, turning white. But this time around, I was like, that makes a little bit more sense because in the comic book, she becomes the white violin. Yeah. And here she is white at the very, I mean, she's wearing like a a suit, basically. She's she's, wearing like a suit uh, because I understand why they didn't turn her all the way white because in the comics, her whole body is a literal white violin. Right. And since they were trying to be more realistic and grounded, they couldn't be Mm -hmm. like, now she's an actual white violin. Right. We're going to just make her pale instead, which is like fine, but also like I wish there was a little bit more explanation besides like, here's the moonlight and like, like sound waves going into her body that she's just transmuting and now she's a white person right like or a pale person sorry yeah because she's actually a white person already. <laughs> um but <laughs> she's white what surprise <laughs> allison's also black which is also a, a side note i really like the fact that they um made allison For sure. a black girl and a person of color like i love representation yeah and I, I, I was very happy that they did that uh, yeah um, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up uh one because you're uh person of color surprise uh, right and um i i i always feel weird like bringing up stuff like that because i'm a white dude and i i just feel like i don't really have much uh place or a a place to talk about it but Mm -hmm. either way like it didn't feel like those um those choices to because like their nationalities like we said earlier in the comics uh you're just kind of led to assume that they're american or like European or weird because Seance literally is also pale yeah so Uh, (laughs) but in the show you know uh, um, most uh, I mean there's a good few of them that that are are white um, Diego is like Hispanic Diego is is, kind of I mean I was led to believe that he was of Hispanic descent yeah Um, I definitely felt that too right and then obviously i believe allison is black uh (laughs) i believe that she is african-american yes of some sort and and ben is and ben is asian Asian american or asian i don't Mm -hmm. know Uh, i mean he is asian but like whether he's asian american or not that i'm not sure right um but i like those choices um Klaus is a lot more rambunctious in the show. For he sure. He's like way out there. And at first I yeah. wasn't sure how I was feeling about that. Because mm-hmm. I thought he was a little bit too crazy at first. I was just like, sure. I wanted you to be eccentric, but like, why are you literally bouncing off the walls <laughs> crazy? Yeah. Um, because in the comics, he's a little bit more, I feel like more contained, more suave. Like sure. he's like quirky. He kind of doesn't give a fuck about things. But right. Like, yeah. He Like you're given uh, a, a, enough of a taste in the comic books to to realize that this dude is uh, kind of at times the the comedic relief yeah. to all the seriousness between yeah. all the other um, members of the Umbrella Academy. Um, and he still serves <clears throat> a lot of that purpose, mm-hmm. not to demean his role or anything no. at all. Um, I, I don't want that to it to come off like that with me saying the comedic relief. But yeah. I mean, in times it's like that, but he also has some of the most poignant, like emotional moments. Like yes. when he comes back from the army, yes. his, his time spent in Vietnam. Right? Yes. Yes. Like, I think that's precisely why it works for him mm-hmm. in the show. It works for him because his comedy is literally a mask for his tragedy. Right. Um, and it, and that's why I love the show again because of the depth that they gave him. Mm-hmm. They were like, "This is why Klaus is fucked up. He was locked in a mausoleum 
when he was 10 years old and could see ghosts and speak to them. And he wasn't let out of that mausoleum until he faced his fear. And he never got over that. That's why he does drugs. Because mm-hmm. he was trying to silence the voices. Right. The voices wouldn't stop. The ghosts wouldn't stop. And so his father just kept him in the mausoleum. And yeah. then he was just tortured forever. No wonder he became a drug addict. No wonder he's just turning to comedy to lighten the mood. Because all he sees is death. Right. Um. And so I thought that was such great development on his part and like the time travel i like the fact that he became like lgbtq um he's not really i don't think portrayed that much lgbt as a lgbtq character in the comic books i don't think so but like the fact that when he was running from the time agency in the show um which is another change they merged some plot points from volume two and volume one together right um that when he was running away from them he accidentally teleported back to vietnam and was stuck there for a little bit and mm-hmm. then had to figure out a way to get back. And during that time, he fell in love with a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, like you said, the poignant parts of that he that guy died and he can see ghosts. And yeah. that person changed his life and made him a better person. And he's sad again because he's like, now I can't see him but except the fact that I can see ghosts and I see him just as a ghost, right. not as my partner. Yeah. Um, which is beautifully tragic. Like Absolutely. Um and so yeah the depth the depth that the show goes to just i just love um diego here's a subtle thing about diego i uh, love diego like i think he's kind of adorable because like he's just like an angry cat all the time right like he's (laughs) uh, his character is a pretty accurate translation from the comic books like he's still kind of the the cold stone badass yeah that that's pretty much a, a loner uh but he like he's has this you know adorable lovable side that because you know you you see the soft spot yeah that he has um but sorry i i obviously cut you no, off. no 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 you you're fine uh, like some of the subtle changes were interesting so diego in the comic books um was very subtly hinted at until the reveal in volume three that he is in love with vanya like he has feelings for Vanya. Right. And, like, you didn't know that. Like, it was subtly hinted at in the volume one. Like, just some, in some way, it's, like, in the subtext of it all. Sure. But until volume three, that was when he he and um, Luther had a connection because they were hit by this weird cosmic wave. And the only way to get out of it is to, like, find the thing that the single thing that you both can connect to and relate about. Right. Which is, like, an interesting plot point to get character development. But... Um, sure, why not? Right. Uh, but the plot point was that he, him, the the common thread that him and Luther share is that they were too afraid to tell people that they loved them. Yeah. In that Luther loved uh, Allison and that Diego loved Vanya. And I was just like, that's an interesting choice to make. They probably didn't add that in the show. Maybe one, because they might not, they didn't have the material to one. Sure. And if they did have knew about that fact, Maybe it would be too many like relation like sibling ish relationships. Yeah. Uh, because the main one is like Luther and Allison. Yeah, that, um, that would have been a little uh, a little overkill. With yeah, that. it would have been too much and unnecessary. Yeah, and I like that they gave him a love interest in the detective, even yeah. though the detective that female detective doesn't exist in right. the comic. Yeah, I mean, like, I on second go around uh, of watching the show, I was like, was that? 
I asked just for the sake of asking, was that necessary? Like to have her in there because you know you see her for a couple episodes, but she doesn't. She's not a major player in, mm-hmm. in the show. Mm-hmm. She she mostly shows up. Uh, establishes for the viewer that she has this history with Diego mm-hmm. and and then she gets killed by Chacha Hazel yeah, uh, or, yeah. or Hazel yeah, yeah. or one of, no one of the others uh, one of the Chacha three. is is the girl I, I get I think in the comics they're it's they're implied both male. they're both male yeah. uh but in the show um Chacha is Played by Mary J. Blige. Yes, wonderful. I love her. Fucking badass. Like she's so she's evil. Great. Yeah, I was just like, like she this plays, works. She plays the shit out of yeah, that role. Yeah, I love it. Um, and then Hazel, who's great too. He he plays. Um, uh, if you've ever seen the, I, I don't think I think we've we've talked Maybe. about um, uh, the show on Netflix, Mindhunter. Yeah. Uh, he plays. Uh, in the first season, he has a small role in the second season, but he plays one of the the very first serial killers that they interview. Interesting. Uh, he and uh, just like in, um, he's you know this big tall mm-hmm. dude, big mm-hmm. big bulky dude. Um, he plays, uh, I think, a serial killer based on one that actually existed. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I know this is a plethora of information. Yeah, serial killer, um, the big bulky serial killer. Right. But anyways, yeah, I was just throwing out there that he's also been in another Netflix show. Yeah. But um yeah, I what I was getting at was I was kind of asking myself like does this kind of feel like tacked on and unnecessary but I think that it's just enough to to kind of get us feeling a little bit sympathetic yeah, towards Diego. Yeah, definitely, definitely to, that. To balance out, like, us. His us anger. Just saying, like, yeah, like, this guy is just an angry dick. Yeah. Um, but, you know. To now, show that he actually has feelings for people. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I was, I kind of asked myself that, uh, like I said earlier, I like to try and be fair and play devil's advocate you know yeah. try and no. uh, balance both sides of, of things I love I love that and I love the fact that Diego is so connected to the mother in the yeah, show for sure in the in the comic book the mother is more connected to Vanya than any of the rest right. of them yeah um, but I love also the fact that the mother was made to be more human um, in the show as well instead of like this weird mannequin-esque robot right that it, she looks like in the comic book yeah for for a while um, in the show you kind of have the impression that she was made specifically for vanya yeah like she because she kept on like basically just murking all her uh yeah. her, her nannies that hargreaves uh hired to to take care of her yeah but she you know all of a sudden just shows up uh, one day and she gets thrown against the the arm wire or cabinet or whatever it is, and she walks over, her head's on backwards, and she's like, "Let's try this again." Yeah, I want you to eat your fucking oatmeal. Yeah, <laughs> and like, she's like, "Uh, okay, I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah, and so I I thought that was great. I thought that she helped. I love that they gave Diego something more, like that he had a stutter, that he had like an impediment. That, yeah. like, he had to overcome. And that's why he always felt like, you know, he was number two. Literally always number two. Right. And always lacking in some sort of fashion. Like, almost there, but never good enough. <laughs> and I love that she helped him overcome that and that he got he got that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that Hazel, going back to one of those characters, that Hazel has a backstory and he was made more human. For sure. And that he, like, he wanted a life outside of the agency. That they're both kind of, like, like, overworked temp 
people. Yeah. And they're like, we're kind of tired of the job. Like, we don't want this nine to five, like, killing people, time agency anymore. Like, can we just retire? Can we just, like, run away? And they're like, no, we're kind of stuck in this, dude. Right. Like, yeah. The the little, like, mini arc uh, between Cha-Cha and Hazel was also really interesting and yeah. intriguing in the show. <clears throat> because uh, Hazel almost has Cha-Cha convinced uh, to, to just, like... Hey, I know we just received separate orders to fucking kill each other. Yeah. But let's just blow this off. Let's quit the agency. Yeah. Um, and go our separate ways. And like he almost has her convinced mm-hmm. a- a- up until she sees, uh, you know, him talking to what it's not uh, Dolores because Dolores is the mannequin, right? Yeah. Um, what's her name? Uh, uh it's something very old timey. Yeah. Um. It's been a while. Uh, man, what's her name? Either way, um, yeah, he he sees he sees the two of her, the 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 girl that works the the donut shop. Yeah, and and she's like, oh no, fuck this this dude, and you know, yeah, uh, and then they're you know right back at it again. Um, things I did not like about the show. Sure. Uh, I actually didn't like how they made Luther in the show. Okay. I my problem with Luther in the show. They made him seem a little kind of douchey and a little bit more dicky than than he was in the in the comics, mainly because of the fact of how he treated Vanya. Sure. Like like she had gone through all of this shit and like she started turning and she had powers and then he's like, We're gonna lock you in a cage, our sister. Right. Dear sister, we're just gonna lock you in a cage and Allison was like, No, this is wrong. Yeah. Yes, she slipped my throat and almost killed me, but like we should not be doing this. And yeah. Luther was like, No, 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 You don't get a say. Nobody gets a say. I'm the leader. And I was just like, This is really weird. Like I mean, like, I guess kinda in character for him because he's the leader and the one in charge. Right. But and he, and he also has a vested interest in um in Allison because they they have their special bond. Yeah. So like not only does he feel the pressure to to continue to be number one, yeah. um, and do what he th- believes is right and yeah. what Hargreaves would want him to do to to put her in you know this holding cell, but he also has the added pressure of like wanting to defend uh, you know her honor and, and like kind of give uh, Vanya consequences to her actions yeah um but but it just felt it just felt really like and i don't know it just felt weird and in poor taste for him to just suddenly be like kind of a dick when he's always been like the nice one and like the one that like tries to make peace and like, i definitely tries to agree hold, with that hold things up it's like why are you literally turning on your sister you were the one that's like guys we gotta like you know stick together like we're, we're a team like i'm number one like we we gotta do this together right why are you literally breaking up the team and like throwing your sister in a cell um but okay fine sure yeah that wasn't a thing that i saw coming when she shows up towards the end and she you know she breaks down into tears because she she tells luther that she's very sorry for you know causing the incident with allison and you know she's uh the she's overcome with emotion when she finds out that Allison is still alive. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, you know, you see Luther, you know, come in, you know, for a hug and you're like, okay, this is well within his, his character traits yeah. from, from the show, at least yeah. that he would 
he would forgive her for this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see her, uh, see him like trying to squeeze the life out of her, obviously not to kill her, but to knock her out. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, wait, like, what? Yeah. I, I was, I was very, I, I it was felt like too like plot like, twisty to uh, accept. It's just like, yeah, uh, okay, yeah it fine. felt a, a little heavy handed with, with the, in the realm of plot twists. Yeah. And, and, also going more with Luther, like the fact that in the show they kept his monkey body as a secret, whereas in the in the comic books that was never a secret. The family right. already always knew that he, he his monkey body was real because he almost died in a space mission once. Right. And his father operated on him. Yeah. But like I don't understand why they had to keep that a secret yeah. in the show. Why didn't they just stuck to the the, because the only the only reason that that was a reveal in the show was that it was like more drama sure. for the family. It was like, how dare you keep a secret from me? Like, why didn't you tell me? And it's like, what? Like he was like, I didn't think you could love me because I'm I look like a monkey and blah blah blah. But I'm like, no, Allison still loved you even though you looked like a monkey in the book in the comic books. You right. Know? And so I'm just like, why are we doing this just for the drama's sake? when there doesn't need to be any right you know i love uh, uh i think it was diego it might have might have been um might have been klaus but i think it was diego who said like man you really filled out or yeah. <laughs> some little comment like that it just like cracked me up for for whatever reason it, it yeah um he's like hey you got big <laughs> yeah it was just it was just <laughs> And it's just one of those little funny moments. Like I find a lot of humor and little moments that a lot of people don't give a lot of notice or credit to. Mm I don't know. Just weird side note. Um, Um, I, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, there were a few moments and parts of the show that I, I felt weren't, um, weren't strong not necessarily in comparison to the the comics yeah just just in general yeah um i i don't know uh i still felt like vanya was uh, left a little to be desired <clears throat> i she, she still came off as kind of like a little whiny uh, i think that was the problem i, really. I tried to uh, tame that part of my brain as much as possible because you know she had been dealing with rejection her entire life mm-hmm. uh, but I still I still kind of felt like her and, and this is not a knock on um, what's her name Ellen uh, Page Hel- uh, yeah Ellen the Page the actress yes uh, this is not a knock on her at all just the, the character itself uh, you know her I just felt like she was. I mean, yeah, just a little whiny. I think that's the that's the issue with Vanya in general in both the comics and the show. Mm-hmm. She's just very much resolved herself to be like, I am the odd one out, and I'll always be the odd one out. And I'm sad about it. Right. Like, let me be sad. Right. And I'm just like, okay, but like, we don't we don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, there's only so much sad I can take from you, and like. I get it. I think maybe in the show it might be done slightly more realistically because it shows that she's taking medication and that she has really severe like depression and anxiety and that's why she has all these issues and she doesn't know how to deal. And like that I can accept. But I understand like maybe they just did a little bit too much on the I'm a hopeless person part. Right. 
um, because they were really trying to get that like villain to really like gaslight her yeah and be like see she's so hopeless she she's gonna be gaslighted um into thinking like the family hates her or trying to like steal her powers or whatever um so yeah that's i mean yeah i would i i think vanya is just needs a little bit maybe more work on the writing but like i think she's getting there i i'm interested to see what they do with her um, in the next season, because, I'm very excited for season two because, like, um, and, and more of the comic books. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the way it ended was also very different. Um, because, uh, in yeah, the moon doesn't blow the up. The moon, well, the moon doesn't blow up. One, two. Uh, I get why they made the moon blow up in the show because in the comic books, when they she's playing the apocalypse suite because her powers come from music and sound mm-hmm. um she literally is like tearing things apart right um which is another slight difference um the change of powers slightly or like the diminishing of powers for vanya and klaus in the show is another difference because klaus has like telekinetic powers and can float and see shit and like possess people right um whereas in the show he doesn't do that in the show he just simply talks to the dead he doesn't have telekinesis he doesn't have possession yet um, which I think is a very smart move to do because, like, if you make your character too powerful so so quickly, there's not much room to grow and not <laughs> much room to push back on. Um, same thing with Vanya. Like, in, in the comic books, she literally, like, plucked a string and exploded an entire mansion <laughs> with just a string plucking. Right, yeah. And I'm just like, excuse me? Like, right, I was like, like this just you went are, from zero to 60 very fucking quickly. You're telling quickly. me, like, staccato means explosion? <laughs> Like, that's what you're telling me. Right. And, like, one long bow is, like, a cut and a slice through, like, hard granite. Right. Like, um, so, like, I mean, I know why they did that. Because in the book, they need to make her so powerful that mm-hmm. she seems unstoppable. And that right. she's literally bringing the apocalypse. So, in the all this to say in the comic book, while she's playing this melody out, um, it's actually breaking chunks off the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's why the asteroids are coming because the news reporters in the book are like there are asteroids coming to earth it's going to blow us up and that's how Klaus realizes the extent of his telekinesis because he stops the entire meteor right. from crushing the earth Yeah. Um, whereas this one in the show that doesn't happen at all because one Vanya doesn't get shot in the head she got shot next to her head mm-hmm. uh, which essentially sends out a weird ass beam of sonic light to the moon that makes it explode and then comes crashing down to the earth or was there bombs on the earth I can't remember how 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 the earth exploded I then. think somehow a light emitted from her either from her or her her violin or bow or something like that mm-hmm. it, it, it was it was from her somehow because like it, it was you know she got distracted by you know being shot close to her head uh and then you know it, it shot this giant hole in the moon mm-hmm. um thus creating the the giant piece that broke off and yeah yeah and collapsing into the earth was so yeah that's the the ending was interesting because in in Apocalypse Suite, they just stop her. They they stop her and the city is saved. Mm-hmm. Um, in this one, the Earth literally gets destroyed. Right. Like, in the show, it doesn't exist anymore. And so that's where the, the plot starts twisting because 
how they escape their deaths is that Klaus has that like time traveling machine and gets all of them to go into the to the time portal. Right. And so we we're now like, oh, where are we going? Where are these characters teleporting to in time? Which I'm assuming they're going to teleport back into the main story plot of Dallas, which mm-hmm. which is like the assassination of like um, JFK. Thank you. American history, not my forte. <laughs> um, hey, listen, I was That's born why in Singapore. two of us. <laughs> yes. Two, uh, two heads are better than one. Exactly. So I'm assuming, like, going forward, um, they're going to merge the plot points of... I think they're going to have... Really going to focus on Dallas. They're really going to focus on... I wouldn't on mind that. That and, like, probably the time agency is going to come after them because it feels like um, that head, the head of the time agency in the show... Still is still alive, and I think she's I, still alive. I'm, yeah, uh, it, it seems like she showed up. She's like, uh, you can't get rid of me that easily. Yeah. yeah, which is interesting because in the comics, one, it's not a she, it's a fish. It's right. a sentient fish. Yes. That, which I um, love, by that, the way. That five eats. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's a sentient fish that number five just swallows at the end. Right. He's um, like, a, fuck you and fuck your fishbowl. Yeah. And fuck your entire life. Uh, which I kind of almost wish they did. I kind of... Because, like, Chacha and Hazel, yes, they have their cool, like, quirky helmets. But I'm like, if you gave them the cool, quirky helmets, can't you just make the time agency the head of this agency, like... actual fish all right like instead of this like creepy lady which is fine i guess it's easier because you don't have to cgi all of that and you have an actual actress that you can put makeup on Mm -hmm. instead of like a voice actor and you having this person wear a helmet with a fish in it you know the entire time but uh, i just wish i just wish it's okay small small victories i guess um but yeah so it I'm interested to see where that goes. For sure. Because eventually, um, Allison needs to get her voice back. Mm -hmm. Because the time agency gives her her voice back. They do that weird, crazy experiment. Or experiment. They have, like, really high-tech surgeons that can just heal anything, apparently, and fix anything. And so that's how they get Allison to get her voice back, because they use her um, to kill the president. Um, spoilers sorry not sorry <laughs> no we we, 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 we told you a long time alert. ago yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i think i think maybe that's my prediction of what's going to happen season two is probably going to be like all about dallas all about the time agency all about like healing allison don't know how the fact that um vanya is still not comatose and like not like paralyzed is gonna factor into season two because at the end of the volume one um vanya is supposed to not be able to like move her body and then like in volume two she's slowly going through rehabilitation to like do stuff but she can't even like move she can't stand Mm -hmm. um so i don't know how that's gonna come into play yeah um because like with vanya being in Dallas, like, uh, I feel like a lot of shit could happen. Like, because that whole entire Dallas plotline was a time travel plotline yeah. that didn't include Vanya because she was out of commission. Right. So, like, now that she's there, like, is she going to cause weird shit to happen with her weird sonic mm. powers? Like, yeah, maybe. Like, is she going to, like, destroy the time agency or, like, kill the time? No, I feel like no, because they would have to give that to number five. Um, who also gets again backtracking a lot of depth 
with especially Dolores the mannequin that he yeah. sees. I love that he carries her around. He travels back in time and he's like, I found her. The the mannequin that like basically helped me time travel back to save the world is here in her full glory as a mannequin in like some like I don't know Sears or something like yeah. that and he like steals her because he needs her <laughs> right uh, and he just talks her and and that's so beautiful that he he gets this this one side of conversation that keeps continuing mm-hmm. um but yeah I don't know I don't know how that's all gonna yeah I'm kind of keeping my predictions uh minimal uh at best i i i tend to to do that in general like i i just because i not like i'm smart enough to figure out exactly what's gonna happen yeah at all i'm not that smart but i <laughs> i always have this worry that if i think too hard about something that i'm going to guess what will happen and that actually be the thing that that happens in that movie or that show or mm-hmm. whatever and then it's not a surprise anymore. Oh, interesting. So, so I, I like, and that's why I tend to like shut my brain off when watching a movie. I the, see. Like the the part of your brain that tries to figure out things as they're unfolding and try and predict. Like, yeah. oh, I wonder if this is what they're doing. Like, sometimes I can't help it and I'll do that. But for yeah. the most part, like, I just I turn that part of my brain yeah. off so that I can be naturally surprised yeah. when when things happen. Um. And, I, it, and it like always bums me out when people like they're like oh I figured that out. I'm like yeah but don't you want to like like the the magic of cinema like don't you want it to like surprise you like I mean that's, that's yes. part of that's part of the experience is to have this like to to witness it and go through it and live yeah. through it at, I'm just I'm probably overthinking it no I mean weird I I love it and I understand that point. I'm definitely the other person. I'm definitely the person that likes to figure things out because I just like to, I like to plan and I like to have plans and figure, sure. have things out laid in front of me. Um, and I just love analyzing. And even though I make predictions, um, I'm still surprised, even though my predictions like might be correct, mm-hmm. you know, um, I still enjoy it because I enjoy the the thought that goes into the twist. Sure. And e- even if I figure out the twist, I'm like, I like this. I like this twist. Okay. The things I don't like are the predictable ones, the cliches. Sure. Um, that happen that are like, oh, of course, it's the woman, it's the brother, you know, blah 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 blah, and we figured it out, haha. Like yeah. those, I'm like, okay, ro- I roll. <laughs> but the ones that I really don't know, and I'm trying to figure out, and I'm like, maybe it is this person, and I'm like, oh, it is, and I'm like, haha, I, <laughs> I, I, I like got an A plus on like you know this chemistry test or math test that I just trying to figure out. Um, but I think one of the biggest concerns, at least for me, in the next season is how they get back to Earth. Mm-hmm. to normal earth right because the way they did that in the the comics is that they solved it by time travel they were like oh because we success- successfully killed the president it cha- altered the events of the earth and it altered the events of the nuclear bombs um going off on earth because mm-hmm. that's how it happened the first time instead of like uh vanya destroying the earth it was hazel and chacha they got bombs and they blew it up um, and now that the bombs are out of the way, because JFK died, right? Um, you know, they don't. There's no bombs to blow up the Earth, and so it's still there. So I'm like, well, now that the Earth is destroyed, how are they going to undo the the Vanya explosion? Like, how are they going to do the the Vanya explosion? Yeah. Is the real question. Are they going to now 
experiment on Vanya and make actual Vanya cray cray and like old Vanya not explode the world? Or are they gonna like do some other weird shit and just loop through time? Or are they just not even gonna deal with that and be like, we're in Dallas, we gotta kill the president, now we're back in time and we don't have to worry about it. Right. Because Davis are ex machina, you know? Yeah. Because, which I really hate sometimes. I, I do not like that. So, which kind of, kind of happened in like volume three in a very small part. I thought it was funny. They, um, Luther number one got fat in in volume right. two because he just got depressed and ate everything. Yeah. And so to get him back in shape, they literally like took him to a, some guy in Tokyo who has this exercise <laughs> machine that's the friend of their father's. Right. And he's like, I have the greatest exercise machine in the world. That's, that's Look at how I, you became fit in like two hours. That is fully embraced the campiness of yeah. this series. Is like, all right, okay, at this point in time, like, I have to be fucking balls deep, like, yeah. 100% committed to this thing. Yeah. Or just return this book and ask for my money back. Yeah. And I just said, fuck it, like, Cool, he's got this giant hamster wheel, and in two seconds, <laughs> yeah. uh, number one is back to being uh, the fittest half-monkey, half-man uh, yeah. uh, that, that we've ever seen. Yeah. Um, cool, great. And, and it's just like, that's a very Parks and Rec move. That's literally Chris Pratt right. filming Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, returning for a season of Parks and Rec, and he's like, how did you get so fit? And he's like, I, I just, just stopped, stopped drinking, drinking beer. beer. And he's like, how much beer were you drinking? I know, right? And I was just like, and that's wow, it. wow, what a Parks and Rec move to put. I mean, they still slapped, like, big baggy shirts on him and yeah. made him still dress with, like, khakis and, like, white uh, New Balance shoes, make him look like a giant dork. So, yeah. like, it kind of concealed his uh, muscular physique. But, yeah. I mean, that's that's besides the, the point of this episode. Yeah. Still a funny parallel to, yeah. to draw. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that, like, that was a thing that was happening. Right. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, but that's that's pretty much all I have, um, unless you have any um, any final thoughts. I don't think I do. I think we've we've said everything we needed to say. It's just the depth of the show is just so great, and that's what makes it wonderful. Um, the fantasticalness of the books is what makes that so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that it doesn't have depth. It's just it's just slightly different. And I, the way it's written, I think for sure. Um, the wording and the pacing and and how how things how facts are presented to you at the ends of like issues for some for example. Yeah, yeah. Th- um, those are those were really weird and random. I thought, but at somehow first. like poetic in some sense too. Right. Yeah. They they kind of like. I don't know if it was just, um, it seemed like they became more fitting over time or like I got used to them and I was like, oh, these are, these are kind of neat. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I kind of grew to, to like them, especially in volume three. I thought they were, they were well done in volume yeah. three. Um, but yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, like I promised, I, a couple quick shout outs. I, a couple days ago, I threw up a random panel from, I believe it was, one of the first couple of issues in volume one in Apocalypse Suite. And I asked, uh, I threw it up on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, asked people to, uh, if they could guess what graphic novel series or comic book series it was from, and if they could answer correctly, I'd give them and or their side hustle a shout out on the show. Uh, a couple people did guess. 
uh, I, I, I should have specified like, hey, I'm throwing this across all, all social media. So the first person, regardless of what platform it is, uh, <laughs> w- uh, that person will get um, the shout out. So I'm having to do two. I don't mind it. I'm I'm not trying to be an asshole. I, I just uh, I, that's why I'm I'm doing two um, because someone answered on Facebook and someone answered on Twitter. I might do that from now on uh, for any time I do this uh, because that might help get a, get Twitter interaction more because <laughs> that's where we're kind of lacking. Um, but yeah, so on Facebook, Josh Wood answered correctly. Um, his uh, kind of online handle is twitch.tv slash chief ducky that's c-h-i-e-f-d-u-c-k-y um he does um obviously uh, uh internet gaming streaming um on twitch and uh yeah he's going to be doing stuff i believe on a consistent basis um i i thought i had it in my notes but i might have forgotten to copy it uh, into my notes but yeah um go follow him on twitch um he's a cool dude we met up at a convention a couple years ago um when i was doing photography and videography for two-player media and uh he's super into cosplay he's a cool dude um so yeah go follow him go uh, watch him do the the live streaming thing um and then the person that answered correctly on twitter is this podcast called Reinvent- Reinventing the Spiel, and they, uh, they're they a podcast that focuses on bizarre and crazy inventions um, to bring to the, the uh, tiny island of, uh, how, is, how is that, uh, Guernsey? Uh, I'm, I'm very sorry if I'm saying that incorrectly. Uh, it's, I believe it's an island off the coast of... I think it's close to Ireland. Um, but I cannot it, it's, help you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's close to it, it's it's off the coast of Europe. Um, but anyways, somewhere uh, in the world, it's yeah, right. Someone an island off the world. <laughs> it's uh, called God Guernsey. Guernsey. Right. He's gonna give me a giant middle finger for fucking butchering his uh, his shout out. It's on this spelled G U E R N S E Y. Yes, that that is correct. Alexa, find it. <laughs> I, there is no Alexa in this. Google, <laughs> Google, please. Siri, Siri, please. Hey, find, Siri, please find. Um, but, yeah, so they they um they have a podcast. Like I said, it's called Reinventing the Spiel, and they go over unique and uh, bizarre gadgets uh, because they're the island that they live on is kind of old fashioned, old school. Uh, a lot of um, like castles and shit, I believe. Mm, I love castles. And so they, they're they looking at these new inventions to make life a little bit more better and streamlined um, because they they deal with so much uh, old world uh, facets. Do they life. not have technology on this island? I am so fascinated right now. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I think this is going to require a bit more Googling okay. than... Uh, after this because you're telling me there is an island somewhere on this globe called guernsey that has no electricity i I didn't say it didn't have electricity i i think it's uh, i think they might be a little bit more remote than a lot of places so they they don't get a lot of uh so imagine like so you're telling me the amish had an island 
The Amish has an island out I there, think that's and exactly they are it. inventing God, the wheel. This guy fucking hates me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I should I, stop talking. Yes, if you are listening to this, um, and you are the person that I interacted with on Twitter, I'm not exactly sure who runs your Twitter page, um, but I am truly sorry. I, I'm I'm not trying to um, butcher your your. Uh, hustle at it was all. entirely just... my fault i took it and i ran with it <laughs> no you, so if if you want to blame anyone added to it um <laughs> because i was doing a shitty job anyways um but uh, most of all thank you so much to to you two and everyone else that participated i know there was a couple other people that um answered anyways uh to to what the the comic book was um <clears throat> i'm gonna try and do more of these going forward so that people um, have an opportunity to you know interact with us more on social media and figure out what's the next episode is going to be i think that'll be a fun game to play um and there's you know some, uh, a little bit of a give and take there with you know being able to cross promote and stuff and talk about other people's projects so you know it's what yeah. makes the world go around, right? Yeah. Um, but Ian, once again, thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast. <laughs> no I thank hope that I me. haven't scared you away at all. You and have that you, you want to not. like come back. I'd love uh, to eventually. Yeah. I, um, hopefully I, love... I haven't scared everybody away. No. With my endless rantings and like ridiculousness of references. And well, I mean, it's only fitting for a ridiculous comic book. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I wish I was in this comic book. I wish I was a character. Uh, I mean, yeah, talking with, like, monkeys and half-monkeys, half-mans. Yeah. And, I um, literally wish I had the powers of Allison because... But you shouldn't give it to me because I'd go... <laughs> I'd ruin the world is you, what you, essentially you just, would happen. You'd be like Adele where you'd be like, rumor has it! I literally rumor. would sing everything and everything would fall apart. Right. And be placed back together and everyone would hate me. So, eh, well, it's how things go sometimes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you again for coming on. Um, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to get you on again here soon. Yeah. Um, more comic book episodes. More comic I, I, I think we talked about doing X-Men, uh, sometime Love the down X-Men. the road. Um, I, I know that's one of your favorites. So it is, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so I think that'll do us. Uh, like usual, go follow us on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, subscribe to the podcast if you have a spare three or four minutes go leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher or wherever you get your podcast it doesn't even take three or four minutes it no. literally is like i have like thir- less than 30 seconds can you push a button on your phone right like i mean if you want to leave a rating all you have to do is tap five stars we we only accept five stars nothing only less only five right um, but if you want to leave a actual word review, uh, you we could... will only accept also the words five stars. <laughs> I mean, like maybe a little, a little bit more descriptive than that. But okay, e- either way, uh, you know, it, it doesn't take very long to write a couple. Five out of four would recommend. <laughs> right. Yes. yes. Um, but yes, uh, go go do all that. Um, like I said, Ian, once again, thank you for coming on. No problem. And uh, as always, be kind, stay geeky, and eat lots of cheesecake. Bye. Bye.